In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome again to our celebration of morning Mass here at St Bride's. Welcome to all of you who are joining us just now, but also welcome to those of you that will be joining us later on in the day. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, uh, Francis Murphy, uh, who will be buried from the Bent Cemetery in Hamilton today uh, at 10 o'clock. Um, Francis was 100, uh, so a good long life. Uh, please also remember in your prayers Andrew Ferguson, uh, whose anniversary is anniversary of death is today, and the Mass especially offered for him. And please also remember his sister uh, Debbie, who's in hospital at this time, and whose health is causing uh, concern for the family. Just a few moments ago, I received news uh, that Rena Scullion is ill uh, in the care home where she's been for the last uh, wee while. Peter asks uh, for prayers uh, for Rena. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, life of the faithful, glory of the humble, blessedness of the just, listen kindly to the prayers of those who call on you, that they who thirst for what you generously promise may always have their fill of your plenty. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The word of God continued to spread and to gain followers. Barnabas and Saul completed their task and came back from Jerusalem, bringing John Mark with them. In the church at Antioch, the followers were prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene, Manian, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. One day, while they were offering worship to the Lord and keeping a fast, the Holy Spirit said, I want Barnabas and Saul set apart for the work to which I have called them. So it was that after fasting and prayer, they laid hands on them and sent them off. So these two sent on their mission by the Holy Spirit, went down to Cilicia and there sailed to Cyprus. They landed at Salamis and proclaimed the word of God in the synagogue of the Jews. John acted as their assistant. The word of the Lord. 
Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. O God, be gracious and bless us, and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus declared publicly, Whoever believes in me believes not in me, but in the one who sent me. And whoever sees me, sees the one who sent me. I, the light, have come into the world, so that whoever believes in me need not stay in the dark anymore. If anyone hears my words and does not keep them faithfully, it's not I who shall condemn him, since I have come not to condemn the world but to save the world. The one who rejects me and refuses my word has their judge already. The word itself that I have spoken will be their judge on the last day. For what I have spoken does not come from myself. No, what I was to say, what I had to speak, was commanded by the Father who sent me. And I know that his commands mean eternal life. And therefore, what the Father has told me is what I speak. The Gospel of the Lord. As you know, if you've been to Mass uh, over these last few weeks of Easter, you'll know that the readings of the Masses are, uh, especially from the Acts of the Apostles, to give us an indication of what happens to the early Christians after the death and resurrection of Jesus. So we hear uh, for the first time in this reading about uh, Saul, and of course we know that that's the same person whom we know as St Paul, uh, and you might sometimes wonder why he's got kind of two names. Uh, well, Saul is obviously the Hebrew name, uh, and of course it's the after the King Saul probably. Um, but every uh, Jewish person normally had a, a Latin name or a, a name that the Romans themselves uh, could recognise, and Saul apparently had uh, two names. Uh, Saul, his Hebrew name. And, and Paul as well, his, his Latin name. We know all about uh, Paul himself from our own knowledge. Uh, we know that he is the one who is involved uh, with the persecution of the early Christians, and it's him who's in that crowd that stones St. Stephen. Uh, but of course, uh, we know also that he's on his way to Damascus uh, one day to arrest and take to Jerusalem the some of the early Christians there uh, and of course he has a moment of conversion where everything changes 
and he himself becomes a disciple and is eventually baptised. But the thing we know about uh, Paul was that he was a fiery kind of character uh, and as many as he kind of brought on board, uh, as many as he kind of uh, turned away or, 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 or very often was a kind of divisive figure uh, amongst the community. And uh, there's some kind of sense in which he's kind of cast out a wee bit uh, for many years. They're so annoyed at him that he gets sent uh, to Arabia to, to a far distant place. Uh, and of course we don't hear very much of him uh, thereafter. But this is where we do hear about him, uh, that he's brought back uh, and the person that brings him back uh, to the community at Antioch is Barnabas himself. Uh, and Barnabas is one of the great figures of the early Christian community, of whom we know very little, but we do sense that he was a key kind of figure in the community. And he seems to have been a man of perception and wisdom, and even though he probably knew that uh, St Paul was a kind of fiery character, there was something in him that wanted to search him out and he brings him back to the community at Antioch. And at the community at Antioch, uh, where Peter himself is, uh, they decide uh, to set uh, Paul and Barnabas aside for a mission, uh, not to the, to the Jewish uh, converts, but rather to the Gentiles and the pagans. And this is a huge moment. Uh, it's hard to... Uh, to take on board how important a moment that is in the Christian uh, faith itself because it goes from being this community to right out uh, to to the different places and, and carrying it to those whom certainly uh, the people of Israel wouldn't have expected it to be given uh, to others, to these pagans and to these Gentiles. And so what we hear in the letters of St Paul uh, is some of the experiences that they have of taking that good news uh, to the world itself. I'm sure, like myself, uh, very often when you read the, the Gospel of St John, which is a reading for today's Mass, uh, that you sometimes get kind of tied up in knots. It kind of seems to kind of be kind of circular, uh, sometimes the language. Um, and you sometimes get that, I'm sure you got that experience uh, today as you listened uh, to that passage. Uh, but Jesus is describing just exactly who he is, what he's about, and uh, uh, the call that he makes uh, to those that listen to him. And of course, uh, what we hear is that he offers them something different. He offers them a light in the darkness that he himself is. Uh, and he asked them to obey the commandments and the words that he, he gives. And these commandments and words are not only from himself, but from his Father in heaven. So we hear the importance then uh, of this gift of faith that comes into the life uh, of those that follow him, uh, that gift of faith uh, whereby they are able to follow him in, in daily life. And I suppose uh, it makes us think of our own uh, journey of faith as well, uh, because likewise, we also are on that journey. We are also following that light. We are also following those commandments and those words that Jesus gives us. 
It's easy though sometimes I think to transform uh, Jesus into just an idea uh, to a thing that kind of solves a problem to a reality that that just kind of floats around uh, there um, but of course faith is much more than that it's not just an idea or a philosophy or a, a kind of wise word but something kind of much more than that it's something beyond that it's a, a spiritual path uh, to God himself it's the way and the truth and the life of it. It's a sense in which uh, it's more than just an idea. And of course, it's more than an idea because it's entwined into this person of who Jesus is. We're not simply following an idea or a philosophy or a, a wise word, but we're following a person. We're following the one who brings the good news. Uh, our faith is in him. Our trust is in him, our confidence is in him. So if we look at uh, Paul and Barnabas, those figures from the New Testament, uh, we kind of sense that they experienced that in their own life. Not an idea, not a, a wise word to follow, not a philosophy of the day, but a person that they're following, the person of Jesus. And of course, that person is the one that they will follow all through their life and and to lay down their life for him as well. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, by this wonderful exchange effected in the sacrifice, you have made us sharers in the one supreme Godhead. Grant, we pray, that as we have come to know your truth, we may make it ours by a worthy way of life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, Lord, but in this time above all to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. By the offering of his body, he brought the sacrifices of old to fulfilment in the reality of the cross, and by commending himself to you for our salvation, he showed himself the priest, the altar, and the very lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest.
you are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember, Andrew, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him. O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. 
Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary special protection and guidance for us in these days. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail, our life, our sweetness and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve, Thee do we send four sighs, mourning and weeping in the valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us, and after this her exile show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus, O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, O most holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. <laughs>